guys, my name is Ruben. And I'm Denise. And this is our podcast, Talking with Hisense. And we're just going to go over just things in life, you know. Experiences. Anything that is, you know, relative, you know, these days, you know, with the millennials and old school cats and all that. Yeah, we have a two different, obvious set of opinions because we have a younger generation, which Ruben is in his 20s and I'm in my 30s. So... And then you get both perspectives, a woman's opinion and then a male's opinion. I'm 24 exact. I'm 34 exact. (laughs) We're literally 10 years apart. Exactly. We've got two different opinions, but at the end of the day, mostly everything always meets in the middle. So, first is first, spark a joint. We kind of talking with high sense and we ain't high. So, we got to live it up. We got to get high. We got our own joints. I still would rather roll one than take a hit from the bomb i don't know why i'm a bomb hitter really I'm to be not. honest if i had something if i honestly had something to pick over everything else and to smoke it forever i think it'll be a bomb and it got to be, it got to be one of those those beaker bongs those i mean if i had ass. a choice choice i'd take a dab for sure one hitter quitter i'm out for the rest of your life for the rest of my life yeah for i'll then? dab i'll dab for the rest of my life i've actually been taking a tolerance break Besides what, like last week, I think we took a little dab. Yeah. I haven't dabbed in over some over a month, so I'm waiting on Fernando's birthday because plan on going all out. Fernando is uh, Denise's husband. Mm-hmm. He turns 36 June 3rd, so most people plan to get Liddy McTitty drunk on birthdays. I plan on getting Liddy McTitty high, <laughs> and then we got our master baker that does fucking bomb edibles. Shout out to our baker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know yet if we should or should not use his name, but <laughs> regardless, really good. I have not bought edibles, honestly, from a dispensary in a couple of years. I don't really fuck with edibles like that. To me, I it's don't. like a tranquilizer. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm either not high or then, yeah, I either go to sleep. Yeah, you're either not high enough because you don't know what dosage to take or you're yeah. either tranquilized because you took way too much. No, yeah. Um, Shout out to my uh, ex's aunt. Yo, she one time she made some edible ice cream. It looked ice like cr- ice cream, and it looked like the ice cream that you be eating the fucking chai, fucking it's green green tea. Green tea, yo, no, that shit. Well, basically that's what she called it. She called it green tea uh, ice cream. Ice cream. But obviously it was just weed. And dude, I took it was one of those little fucking sauce packet whatever things. Not sauce packet, but you know when you get like you know dip your sauce in the little. Tupperware thing, little plastic. Yeah, thing. like a little, just like a little tiny bowl. Yeah, well, yeah, sauce bowl. Ba- basically what fucking canes give to you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Sauce. Well, it was little ranch cups, basically, <laughs> and um, it was one scoop of that in there, and that's all it took. And, Knocked you out. And then my ex was kept telling me, just only take half, only take half. She said it was strong. Man, I said fuck this shit. I'm gonna take the whole thing. And then the whole day I didn't smoke, and because you were high. <laughs> no, I would. Probably think like, all right, it's gonna hit me, you know, and make me drowsy. No, I was high, where I felt like I took three bong hits back to back, and I stayed at that level. You were just my stuck. Eyes, yeah, my eyes were bloodshot red. I wasn't sleepy. I was just stuck. Yeah, you can tell right away when you're high. Like, yeah, my eyes get right red. away. Your eyes get real low and real red. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. My eyes don't get red no more. I get sleepy though. Yeah, you get tired. I don't know. Sometimes Eddie thinks that in the mornings when I go to work I'm high, but really is just the uh, the leftover effect of the Nyquil. <laughs> Yo, one thing about the knees. <laughs> I love NyQuil. <laughs> Bitch is addicted to that shit. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> but it's crazy, though, because, like, I'll drink it every single day when I have a cold. And then, like, I'll go the rest of the year when I don't have a cold without drinking it, and I'm fine. 
But like the minute I get a cold and I take that first sip, I'm like, oh fuck Man, yeah, I'm gonna sleep like a baby for a month. How's that look right now? I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping to get sick. Mm-hmm. And I laugh because the bottle's like, if you're still sick after uh, I think like ten days, stop taking it. I was like, bitch, the bottle don't even last ten days. Oh <laughs> no, I just take like a little sip. It just helps me sleep like a baby on some shit. I toss and turn. I don't sleep good. It's probably why I like to smoke like right before bed because I'm hoping it like just knocks me out, knocks yeah. me the fuck out. Same. But it's crazy though because I could be productive when I'm lit. But I'm like a crackhead in the morning. Today I feel great. I mean, even though I was stuffy and all that shit, you know. Well, keep in mind, guys. Right now I'm kind of. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah, I got the congestions. This is not. I was my... sick last week. Ruben got sick this week. Fuck. Well, my immune system is not up to par. So. Dude, there's times that I really don't have shit to do, cause I do everything hella quick in the morning and then I go into the front office and I look at the girls and I'm like fuck it hasn't even been first break yet and they're like damn girl they just started for them but yeah you also gotta take consideration that I'm there by four o'clock every day so by the time you guys go in I'm already two hours in like my mind's already my mind's already done focused yeah you're already done focused now you're distracted by us dumbasses yeah and then i'm just fed up like i go in there like all blissful and do my work and all happy and then y'all start showing up and i'm like fuck why 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 yeah um i uh started working with denise denise is basically the operation manager at a warehouse and I'm one of the employees there. <laughs> He's one of the associates. No, yes. wait, material handler. Yeah. Ruben made us these mixed drinks. What is it? I can taste the orange juice, and you put a cut up lime. Did you put vodka? Just fucking a shot of vodka, orange juice, one lime. I was gonna put that syrup. Mm-hmm. You that, didn't find it? I didn't fucking find it. Maybe probably all the way in the back. Oh, I can't even reach. <laughs> Your little T Rex arms. <laughs> I, I do. I have four arms. I'm like balanced. I have. No, you have some long ass arms. Like daddy long, daddy long legs. <laughs> Motherfucking spider and shit. No, yeah, everything else is all balanced. But yeah, my arms have a little bit more of a reach. So. He's like, everything's long except my dick. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking three centimeter defeater. Dude, that shit is so funny. So we're actually avoiding talking about relationships. Because Ruben just went through a breakup slash separation. You know, we don't want to get emotional stuff. But one thing I do want to say is that we just finished watching the movie 500 Days of Summer. I don't know if anyone's watched it. That's one of my top 10 movies. And I wanted to show it to him because I know when I watched it, I had just gone through a breakup. And that shit had me crying. But at the same time, it really opened my eyes to like, oh shit, like that really does make sense. And even at the moment, you feel like, fuck, like everything sucks and everything didn't work out the way you wanted to work out. I mean, it's all it is. It was just a period of time. Like, you're still living. Yeah. Well, fuck it. We might as well talk about relationships, right? I mean, might as well. well talk about everything. Fucking jealousy. Are you a jealous person or have you ever dated someone that was jealous? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not into that jealousy shit. I mean, yes, I. you could feel some type of way, but... Not that type of... But no. you don't voice it. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, as far as this uh, was relatable with the 500 days of summer. Yeah. I mean, I could relate to that guy and, you know, my ex. No, it's, it, it is all falls apart, you know. It, yeah. It, it, to a T, it was pretty... Honestly, 
it was pretty close to your story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it had a good ending, though. Yeah, but I mean, I totally get everything how it, how it goes. You know, just life goes on, and you know, you meet people throughout your journey and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, just some people just feel some type of way, you know, and you gotta learn about you know the lessons that came with that. But if you don't learn from them, obviously, you know, you're just gonna keep repeating the same relationship with different people. Exactly, all those past PTSD probably gonna be thinking about that one person, you know. Not just that. Um, I forgot who said it. I don't even want to quote the wrong person, but someone had said something about, like, no one survives love. Like, you don't, because eventually one of you dies. Yeah. Like, even if you grow old with someone, they're going to die. I mean, take my mom, for example. She always says how much, like, my dad would always get real jealous of her around other men and stuff. But it's like, you wasted so many days and so many hours of your relationship arguing over jealousy shit. And now you're dead. You know, like, now he's gone, so... What was the point? You just waste time when you're arguing with someone. Yeah. Like, him being overprotective with her and all that stuff, not wanting, like, other men around her. But now she's alone. Now any man can go around her. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people... Take it for granted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. take relationships or experiences for granted. For sure. Like, I don't regret any of my ex-relationships... I can have them all in a room and be nice to them. Like, I don't have any hard feelings. Was I ever hurt out of relationships that didn't work out? Oh, hell yeah. Like, some, I think probably two, really, really, really hurt me. Like, I I, I felt like that guy when he was going through the whole breakup where it was just like an endless repeated day, endless repeated day, just going over all the happy memories in your head and just making yourself sadder knowing that thinking about that person makes you sad but you still can't help it and you make your own self sad yeah. of course but now knowing like all the experiences i've gone through now i can have them all in the room and like hug every single one of them and be happy for them for whatever they're doing or whatever i have no hard feelings like i'm really not bitter about any relationship that didn't work out well i could say that yeah this one hurt me a lot but the pain is temporary for sure and i feel like you know it's both ends too, you know. We both hurt, but at the end of the day, I feel like we're young and we gotta give some social time. Oh, for a sure. A lot of time. I've always said I'm a lover. I'm a natural lover. Like you're fucking Pisces. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm emotional destined. and I'm a lover. You, you're fucking destined to love. So you, you're, you're natural born. But lover. also, my dad was a very flirtatious person. Like, what sign was he? He was a Leo. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I've just always been a lover from a very young age. And, and and I don't know. I don't. I really don't know if I believe in a one true love, a one true person. Because every time I've fallen in love, I've thought, oh, like, this is what real love is. But then that ends, and you find someone else, and you're like, no, this is what real love is. So that just makes me think, like, you can experience love differently with different person it doesn't make it any less any less real but i i really don't i truly don't believe in a one true love i just believe that you can make it work if you both want to but just like once you're in a relationship that one person has checked out and they don't want to be in a relationship no more it doesn't matter how much you do what you say what you try to do that is never going to work because one person is already not in it 
it doesn't matter how dysfunctional your relationship is, but if both of you think that, okay, this is something worth making it work out, then it'll work out because you both want to. It's not really because, oh, you're destined, that's your soulmate. No, it's because you both are, you know, committed to making it work. So, same, like, if one person's not, then cool, it's never going to work, but you can always make it work with someone else. Yeah, but I feel like for me, I think it's going to take me some time to open up To get over it. Well, for sure, for sure. I'm not saying, like, necessarily get get over it, but, you know, that's just how life goes. You just got to... And it's it gives you signs so to, you know, either work on yourself or work on either their friendship on its own, you know. Yeah. You know, you can't just fall apart just as is, you know, obviously. You gotta but it's never getting over a person. It's getting over the idea of what you thought it could be. No, That's what hurts the most. Yeah, it would have, could have been. And like how in that movie, uh, 500 Days of Summer, mm-hmm. how he's seen her, um, seen her get married. Yeah, and that hurt him. That hurt him. Hell of it. So it's like, damn. Like, why would it, why he even come? I would have fucking left or some shit. Yeah. But again, the same way he met the new girl and he smiled at her and, you know, thought she was cute. So I'm saying, I just feel like when you break up and you're going through a heartbreak, it's not really the person you miss because what's the first thing you start doing? You start remembering or start thinking about stuff that you guys did that you enjoy you miss the relationship it's not so much the person whoa damn why why i see that's a good perspective from you because i have a different perspective you feel like you missed the person not the situation mm, yeah i don't that's 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 the past dude i'm missed the person as whole the present yeah if i could see you if i could see you today i could see you today like you're not thinking about Stuff you guys have done. Let's chill. Let's fucking chill. Fuck that shit. Ain't Man, we could make something that might be similar than what we used to do. I mean, obviously, you know, friends like that that fall apart, you know, and they can never go back, you know, what, what they used to. Yeah. But what you could do is, you know, fucking go day by day. Whenever, you know, my ex told me that it was a good saying. She's like, friends don't really see each other like that. And it's true, you know, I don't really see my friends like that. So it's like, no more time comes, you know, you know okay, it's going to happen naturally, you know. Mm-hmm. No more relationships, you know. <laughs> oh, was a good movie. <clears throat> Recommend that, 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. More. Especially if you're going through a relationship issue or you're single or you just broke up or you just really don't know what the fuck you want. Or even from the girl's perspective, if you don't believe in love, you know, like how she didn't believe nah, in love. the girl's shit. perspective, you know. She was a little more realistic to me. That was more realistic, you know, and honestly, like how the, even the even the one friend was saying, he's like, dude, she's a dude. Yeah, because she acted like She dude. was thinking logical. And, it, it, you know, you can't, you can't go wrong with your heart. How you feel, you feel, you know. Yeah, but then even the little sister was super knowledgeable. Yeah. And she kept telling him, like, dude, you're never going to move on because all you do is think about all the good times you guys had. You need to see the whole picture to know why it didn't work out or why it's not going to work out. Yeah, and then he saw everything. Yeah, and then he started noticing the times that, you know, she didn't really want to spend time with him or the times that she looked disconnected or that time they were at the record store and he told her... Yeah, you've heard that song. I put it on that track list, I, that track I gave she you. And she didn't even hear it. Like None of it. All of that he skipped when his brain was in like euphoria, when it was all in love and shit. He, he never paid attention to those things. All he saw was the good in her. Until so he was like fully disconnected from her, he was able to see like, oh, 
it really wasn't as good as I made it seem in my head. Like, it really wasn't even what he wanted. And even when he was afraid to ask her, like, what are we? Are we a relationship? Are we not? The little sister told them, mm, you're not nervous to ask her. You're afraid she's going to tell you what you don't want to hear. And that's exactly why he didn't ask her. Very that's, good movie. That shit has some good quotes. Yeah, very good movie. But right now, it's Ruben's time to be selfish. I mean, focus on you. By the way, that drink you made is really, really good. Damn, she's almost finished and shit. It really don't taste like alcohol. I put two and a half shots. Are and you babysitting your drink? Taste my shit. Hey, it's strong. It's good. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Still sound like a man. Got some bass in your voice. No tengo voice de pipito. Digo de pitito. I'm convinced that Ruben has Tourette's. And everything we smoke besides the wax is homegrown. Mind you, I got Fernando that, that press machine. Uh, I don't know. You don't like it? No. I'll Take stick with wax. Yeah. Yeah, resin is not. It's not for me. I don't know why. That shit has a weird aftertaste. But all the flour is homegrown. I love it. I don't think we bought weed in a little bit over a year. Yeah, guys. If you guys know how to grow weed, have a, have a green thumb. If y'all know how to grow, y'all basically could save the planet. Yeah. Anyone who has a, has a green thumb, anyone who knows how to grow, y'all should have the mentality of y'all, y'all can save this world because once this world is done and then done daughter with all this money and this government and this politics, what, do, what does else do? Plant seeds. You gotta live off the planet. And it's crazy how Denise mentioned the other day, well, not the other day, but I don't know when was it, but how the government doesn't plant any trees that have, like, fruits. And any like, female tree. They don't any plant female trees. Any female trees, yeah. Like, why, 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 can't we, why can't I go out there and pick motherfucking an apple? Mm-hmm. Like, why is that not, like, you know, around? Like, we they can literally have, feed the world. Yeah, we can feed the freaking world. They choose not to. They can plant blocks and blocks and blocks of apples and oranges and just fruit so that houseless people can just pick from a tree and eat have something to eat you know how much would that would help you wouldn't have people having to steal to be able to have a meal you know yeah. there wouldn't be people stealing from stores to be able to eat well, not only that, just, just but they don't want to cure anything they want to cause they chaos have, they have they want to have more land more control because we have like a forest that like can have instead of houses instead of building fucking apartments oh my god for us I mean, if you do build apartments, at least have some fucking trees around or some shit. I don't know. I just think it's kind of crazy that they do that. And then, I mean, even now, you really don't even see fruit in the store that has real seeds. Yeah. They got seedless watermelon, seedless oranges, because they don't want you to be able to plant your own food. You got my doggy in the house. You can hear her jingle. Her name is Baby. When she was born, I was going to call her Vicious, because she was really little and cute. So it was like the opposite of what she looked like. And my mom was like, I know, no puedo decir yo vicious, se vaya como bitches. And I was like, fuck. So then I never, I never really gave her a name. I just started calling her, oh, the baby, the baby, because I always had her with me in the car, with me when I would go to my parents' house, back to my place. So I just stuck with her baby. But literally, she had no name. (laughs) And now she's like a fucking 13-year-old dog with the fucking name baby and shit. She is small, though, so I'm still believing 
She's a miniature pincher slash rat terrier. She's a little clingy though. She's like a clingy boyfriend. Doesn't leave you alone. Doesn't know how to go away. I like that. Always sniffing your ass. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> clingy boyfriend. Speaking of clingy boyfriends, were you ever the type that had to constantly be on the phone with your girls? No. <laughs> you hesitated. I don't know. Not really. Were you constantly talking on the phone or were you just like a... I'm gonna send a text type shit. More like in person, but like in, in that way. But it, like if you're not texting, face to face yeah. texting, yeah, you'd more. rather text than to just be on the phone and shit, right? Yeah, text. I don't know. That's all I am too. Just in general, yeah, I like to. I like just to text. I've never. Well, I rarely answer my phone unless it's a phone call that I'm waiting for. Anyways, and my phone's always on silent. I've never had my phone on. But yeah, phone calls. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. phone calls are weird. I don't. <laughs> I don't like being on the phone with people. Me, me either. When I call someone, I hope they don't fucking answer. That's <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, real shit, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know what the. Is there some type of childhood trauma that ties into that? There has to be because. Fucking, well, fucking losers afraid to fucking talk on the phone. Fucking scream, dude. No, fuck scream. I don't know. It's weird. Like, like I don't be calling people for their birthdays either. Like, I think about them and and you know and I wish them a happy birthday in my man, head. I'm, but man, I'm but I'm not gonna call you and wish man, you a happy I'll birthday. I'll text you and I'll send you a fat ass emoji with some birthday balloons and shit. Yeah, I'll text you, but I'm not gonna call you and send you fucking happy birthday and shit. It's weird. Like even my mom would tell me like, "Hey, llámala tu nana su cumpleaños." I can't. I no, can't. I'm just saying. You know, I can't. You know, it's you know, Mexicans when they be like, they're talking on the phone with like, you know, from people from Mexico or yeah. whatever. Toma like, saluda tu tío. Yeah, they be like, yeah, you know, come over here. Aquí está Denise or aquí está Ruben and shit. Yeah. They're, they're fucking trying to invite you. And I'm like, bro, nah. I don't want to talk right now. But it's 2023. They ain't even passing you the phone, bitch. They're on FaceTime pointing at you. Mira, aquí está Denise. When you're like, I don't want to be on the fucking you're camera. They're halfway eating a taco and fucking slime coming through. For real, it's it's fucking. I I hate speaking on the phone, especially with with elders no, and yeah, stuff. I it's awkward. I've seen your mom on, on the fucking Facetime. Oh, I be I be cussing out my mom, and my aunt for fucking. Oh look, and I'm like, dude, did I say I wanted to be on the camera? Like, what the fuck? That's awkward. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't do phone calls. Fernando sometimes be getting mad because I'll text him something and then he never looks at his phone. And then I'll tell him, like, hey, you didn't see that? He's like, why couldn't you just call me? Like, oh, no, what the fuck? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like talking on the phone. Awkward. Tell you, even at work, if you're someone that got a contact and you ain't got an email, I ain't contacting you. <laughs> I know, you're an email person. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you know, I contact them with the uh, with their email. I'm like, what the fuck, their email? Yeah, no, I'm how not calling no one. How the fuck you get their email at their first place? Oh, because I'm really good at researching. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't mm, mm, I do not do phone calls. That's weird. I'm telling you, even at work, if I have to place a call or something, I'm letting that shit ring three times I'm hanging up. Like, that's long enough for me. You didn't answer all well. And I hope they don't answer. <laughs> I remember I used to tell Barbara, like, yeah, I called him. They just never answered. Bitch, I did not call. I'm not calling no one. No, sometimes, yeah, I'll get that anxiety. I'll be like, dude, should I call? No, let me just text. Dude, even the even the dumpster place that picks up that 40-yard dumpster in the back of our warehouse, I got his number so I can text him when it come pick it up because I'm not going to call <laughs> always text i've been texting him for over two years like hey eric our dumpster's moving you come swap it but i've never spoken to him on the phone he's probably he's probably thinking like dude he has a girly ass voice and you're like what's yeah up, i'm man? like what's up motherfucker <laughs> no 
not some real shit. I avoid people. I don't know why. You know, you always say like that you feel like, oh, you have an old soul. You feel older than your age or whatever. They know. I have the opposite effect. When I'm around people like, say, for example, in corporate, when I'm around people that are like older, for example, like Tony, Barbara, Manny, I look at them like they're adults and I'm still a kid. I don't know why. And I can't get that out of me. Like, I can't get over that. And you know how many times, like, corporate has invited me out to dinner? And I won't go because I'm like, ew, like, what the fuck I got in common with you guys? Bitch, we work in the same fucking place. That's what the fuck we got in common. Like, we're both at a corporate level. But mm-hmm. I see them as adults. I still I still look at myself like a child playing with the big dogs. Like, playing with the big adults and shit. Like, I'm a kid pretending to be an adult. No, yeah, I feel the opposite. I feel old. You feel like you should be taking Viagra and shit. No, my dick is too hard. <laughs> the fuck? But you always say you feel older than you are, and I have the opposite effect. I feel way younger. I feel like a kid acting like an adult. I feel like I have an old soul, but... I mean, right now, I'm just me. Obviously, I'm young. I, but do you feel young? Right now, yeah. I'm 24, and I feel very athletic. And I feel like, since I've been working out and getting my condition, I feel like I'm in, trying to... I wanna enter sports, do a fucking Sean White shit, just fucking go all out one year and just enter a lot of sports. But you feel comfortable around older people, right? Yes. See, that's the difference. You don't. I honestly feel. You feel in your element. You feel like you can communicate and, and you understand. For sure. And I feel like not trying to be like you know cocky and stuff, but sometimes I feel like I'm smarter than these motherfuckers. Well, I mean, fuck. When you're comparing yourself to the guys at work, hell yeah. No, not them. <laughs> not them. Not them. I feel like I just. You don't even have to be that really knowing of all things, you know, because there's different levels of intelligence, you know, there's things that you know that I don't know, and there's things that I know that you don't know, so, yeah. you know, when, obviously, when you get older, you get out that sense of, like, I already know, and I'm okay, you don't know shit, so, you can't really say much of sharing information of someone that doesn't really know shit, you know, so. But I think we've all felt that way, because, like, I remember growing up, and, my brother always bumping heads with my dad, trying to tell him, like, nah, you're old, you don't know, like, what the fuck? And my dad would always tell him, like, you're a fucking dumbass little kid, like, you're telling me you know more than me. You know, like, they would equal trip. But it, it always goes like that because you've experienced it, I've experienced it. I've talked to younger people that think they know it all, and I'm looking at them like, bitch, you a fucking dumbass little kid. So I feel like every generation feels like the older generation don't know shit, and they feel like the younger generation don't know shit. But I think we all just don't know shit. We're all I, just winging it. <laughs> I feel like people, they know their sense or whatever and shit. But when I'm around, like, people my age, I kind of feel weird. Maybe because when I was, like, 13 to, like, fucking maybe 17, that's when I was doing, like, like drugs. Older shit. shit. Like, not necessarily, like, older shit because I felt like I was, like, the pussy out of the group. <laughs> They'd be like, let's go do this. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that shit. I'm gonna go home, bro. But, like, you know, I, I tried my drugs in here and there, you know, and done little little stolen cars here and there. Jacked a few little batteries just to get a little fucking 10 sack. You said, you know, the usual. Yeah, a little fucking little hood little shit, but it wasn't even not too bad and shit. Just mm-hmm. sold a little bit of weed, but. I feel like at one point I was kind of partying a lot. Like we would go to like house parties. Mm-hmm. I remember we would go like three parties a night because you know they would always get raided and shit. And the fucking cops could get called. I would get fucked up and yeah, I would be addicted to fucking Xanax. I'm fucked up in those fucking parties and shit. Well, see, I think that's I think <clears throat> that's what it is that you did a lot of shit when you were a teen that now you're like. Uh, I'm over that, you know? Yeah, like, I don't even want to go club. I haven't even got to a motherfucking club. That's what I'm saying. And me... I don't even want to go to them. Me, 
I didn't start wilding out till I became an adult. I, I don't know if that's like a my that? generation thing or or what. Like I didn't do shit when I was a teenager. Like I didn't do anything quote unquote bad. Like well besides dropping out of school or whatever. But I mean, in a sense of like, I wasn't out smoking weed. I wasn't out getting high. I wasn't out partying. I wasn't you know stealing shit or out in the street. Like I was at home. I wasn't doing shit. I mean. I was very sexually active as a teen, but I wasn't doing illegal shit or shit to, like, get high or anything. You know, like, I, I was a generally good kid. I literally didn't start fucking really heavily drinking, smoking weed, doing dumbass shit, selling drugs until between the ages of, like, 18 and 23. Like, I literally started doing illegal shit when I could have done time, not before when I was a minor, which is the dumbest shit you can do. The right thing to do is do shit when you can't do no time. So I think that's where, like, that's why you feel older and I feel younger because I was always acting more adultish than I was when I was a kid. Yeah, first time I got arrested, was I was, like, fucking told. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, my mom fucking left <laughs> that's me what I'm saying, all like, night. I, I acted, I took on a role of a of an adult way younger than I should have. So then when I became an adult, and I I was at the point where I didn't care, like, mm, what are my parents going to say? I'm ready to go on as an adult. That's when I started to wild it out. And you had more, quote-unquote, freedom. Yeah, and financial freedom. Because I was 18 and I was working full-time where I'm at right now. At what age was your first job? 18. At 18? Yeah. I think well, my brothers had a, a grocery store job when they were, like, maybe 14, 15. I mean, you could say 14. They used to do with the homie. No landscaping with his uncle. Oh, wow, well, you got a check, right? You got money, you got not, paid. Not, not a check, but like 60 bucks a day. Shit, that's not bad. A little kid, yeah. Yeah, because at that time, I mean, fuck, that's minimum wage. A day? Yeah. A day. I think it was, it was two days. For two days, it was 60 bucks? <laughs> For, no, 60 Oh, no, you were cheap, ho. <laughs> It was 60 60. Oh, see, that's not bad. $120 for two days of labor. And it wasn't even eight hours both days, was it? Hell no. That was longer food. Oh, fuck. This is landscaping. You know, folks trying to get the most dollar out of every single house. Yeah, you weren't making shit. But for a 14-year-old, that... 122 days? What 14-year-old had that money like that in two days? No, on some real shit. I never claimed this ever, 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 ever. That my first actual job was when I was seven, no, 16. 16 about to be 17? At Dow Taco. The one on fucking Nellis and Stewart. That was my first job. When my brother and I had first moved out here. And I was like, fuck it, I'll get my work permit and I'll get a job. Like, I don't give a fuck. That'll be fun. Like, again, me being a Pisces and so fucking unrealistic and having these dumbass expectations, I'm thinking, like, like it's going to be, like, in the movies. Like, it's going to be hella fun. And you're just going to meet, like, and hang out and talk to friends and shit. No, fuck that shit. I really did not like it. I don't, again, I have a phobia about speaking <clears throat> through speaker. Like, on the intercom at work and stuff like that, I won't speak through it. So... I was fine with being a cashier at Dow Taco um, for like a week. And then the lady asked me like, oh, now you're going to have to go to drive through And I was like, you know what? I got to do night school. I got to quit. Sorry. And I quit because of that. I literally got one check and I quit. And I made up this lie about that I had to do night school to bring up my credits. And I didn't want to work. That's why I don't claim that place because it was only there for two weeks. Just people are so fucking weird, dude. I, I, I give mad respect to people that work at restaurants or in customer service or anything that has to deal with face-to-face -face people because... 
You know, when people talk shit to you over the phone or email, you can just be like, shut the fuck up, you know? But when someone is talking shit to you in your face, like, at a drive-thru or something, you know, those ladies that, like, stay real calm, like, I gotta give them mad respect because I-, I can't control my facial expression. I'd be looking at people like, you stupid. It's just some people are crazy and either they're angry or fucking something going on. I don't know, but I'm not the one. I'll get fired. I feel like I'll be a good cook in the back. Uh, you'll probably be a good cook in the front. <laughs> that don't even fucking sound right. No, like, you know what I mean? Um, What are those those one chefs that are cooking, like, like at the hibachi place? Hibachi and, shit. and, you know, cooking for me? Because those people are entertaining. Nah, I'm nervous. Hell no. Nah. All be... you gotta do is take a shot before you go out there and cook the little shrimp nah, and shit. Head, you be over there fucking flipping me, the egg. I'm gonna look at Let me focus. I gotta cook nah. this Nah. I think, I think your first time, you would probably psych yourself out. Or be hella nervous or fucking crack the huevo and your fucking cascada's gonna fall in there and shit. Nah. I'm because you're super nervous. But I feel like once you start to see that you're entertaining people and people are actually like, you know, vibing, you'll get into it. My food is gonna speak for itself. Yeah, but people that go there, go there because the chef is entertaining. One or two things. He's either entertaining or good looking. Ain't nobody wanna fucking watch their little huevito and their rice flip up and down. Like, bitch, they're there because they're hungry. <laughs> Bring me the fucking rice. I don't care how many times he flipped that shit. So people that go there is because they're going for the entertainment. They're going for the eye candy. Well, shit. Just like the dudes don't go to fucking Hooters just for the wings. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm trying to go. Hey, I want to. They're gonna close. They said they're gonna close. Like next year. Hooters. You're gonna tell me all the guys go there because that's the best fucking chicken. Hell no. That's what I'm saying. They go for the entertainment. So there's people that go to those hibachi places. They go for the entertainment. You know, they always do, like, birthdays and anniversaries. It probably ain't. It probably tastes like fucking panda. Fuck. And I was like, but you see how that guy made that huevito twirl? That's all they care about. He made it in his hat, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, he threw it in my mouth. <laughs> they don't like, give a fuck how nasty the rice is. Like that one fucking donut shop with the fucking bottle is fucking oh. coming all over the doñas and fucking <laughs> all them. Dude, it was getting crazy fucking putting the body. <laughs> I the just le- saw that video yesterday. It's that um, it's like a bread cake pop paleta shape of a dick. The fucking viejita that went to him, she was grabbing his ass cheeks <laughs> while sucking on the paleta. Yeah. I was like, damn, Doña knows what she's doing. <laughs> she needed help. Hell no, she put that whole thing in her That's mouth. What I'm she needed oh. help. She's like, you're not thrusting fast enough. <laughs> Let me help. Mm-hmm. I finished my drink and Ruben stole their babysitting. What you mean I finished too? Oh, that was good. Did you take a nap when you came home? Nay. No? Nay. Mm-hmm. But no, I... I would have been took a fat-ass nap. I went to sleep kind of early last night. We went to sleep hella early. Me and I, Fernando were in bed by like 8 o'clock. I heard you walk in at like 8.30. I went to sleep at 9, 9.30. Mm-hmm. I went up at 9. Mm-mm. Yeah. 8.30. Because I woke up to go pee. And I looked at the time. And that's when I heard you walking up the stairs. Yeah, to drop off that. And I changed and I went downstairs. Mm. I put my shorts on my my, my sleeping gowns. <laughs> His lingerie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my little tank top and shorts. <laughs> hey, <yo>. Assless chaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they find out you're riding fucking Delilah mm-hmm. little unicorn at night. <laughs> Everybody's asleep. I'm walking around. <laughs> He's walking around with assless chaps, riding Delilah's little titty totter unicorn, <laughs> playing ghetto cowboy by Bone Thugs. <laughs> uh, good imagination. No, 
I'm telling you, my shit will stretch out a whole fucking movie. <laughs> Fuck. No, I just ate some uh, barbecue and uh, par- garlic parmesan uh, chicken wings. Yeah. And this girl was talking about earlier, when she was pregnant, she would eat motherfucking pickles with barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm, I would get <laughs> pickles and barbecue sauce. Fuck going on? Oh my god. I'm telling you, you. I thought you were going to say, yeah, you know, I used to eat fucking pickles. And I thought you were going to say tapatio. Because, you know, that would be good. You know, tapatio with pickles. No, I would eat apple sliced up. I would slice up apples and I would put tapatio on that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that no, shit was good. Honestly, I, no, that, that would be good. I don't even like apples. I have not ate an apple since green, I was pregnant. Green, green <laughs> apples? Oh, fuck no. Red apples. Red apples with tapatio? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's what I'm saying, but I don't even like apples at all. The green. I, ne- I didn't eat apples before I got pregnant. I don't eat apples now that I'm not pregnant. But when I was pregnant, I have videos that I was, like, munching on fucking apples and tapatio. No, honestly, I think the green apple with some tapatio and a little bit of tahin. But green was- apples are sweet. Those are sour, fool. The red ones are sweet. Lavate la boca, fool. I think they're sweet. No, your taste buds are going, going They're bad. cross. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. They are fucking sour. That's why I don't like them. I don't like sour candy. <laughs> gummy worms. These gummy worms? Oh, yeah, they are sour. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know, okay? I just don't like sour fruit <laughs> or food. C- citrusy stuff. Yeah. Even kiwis. Ugh. I can't really eat kiwis. Like, I'll want it because I, I like the way they taste, but after one bite, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Or pineapple. the fuck's Fernando going? <laughs> Hella quiet and the fucking car turns on. Mm. How much you want to bet? Five bucks. He's going to In-N-Out. You two are notorious for going to fucking In-N-Out in the middle of the night. You know how many times I've been woken up from the smell of fucking In-N-Out in my room? And I or woken up to... You want some uh, animal style fries? To, to animal fries next to my bed. He has a habit of doing that. Fernando will not wake me up or tell me that he's going In-N-Out. But I'll wake up in the middle of the night and go pee. And there's some cold-ass fucking animal fries next to my bed. I'm like, why, why, why would you even buy them and just let them get cold? Fries don't taste good the next day. <laughs> like, fuck. They're all stuck together and shit. We're on our fourth. Fourth joint? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is why I like. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. You high. I'm high and a little tipsy. But oh, I my can't... God. From one drink. <clears throat> Motherfucker, I took uh, two shots. And then I put two shots in here. You so lightweight. What do you mean? I'm like, I say I just took two shots before. Oh. That was nasty. You still lightweight. That's nasty. What's nasty? The freaking vodka. Mm hmm. Let me take the shot. Honestly, the vodka I really like besides Grey Goose, I just feel like Grey Goose is so overrated. I like Absolute. Absolute is fucking bomb. Absolute, Absolute. Sky Vodka, and then mm-hmm. Grey Goose. But I feel like Grey Goose, like, I don't know why people always made it seem like Grey Goose was top-notch. Like, ooh, the best of the best. Dude, back in the day, I had my whole top counter of my my kitchen, the whole top shelves, all lined up with fucking Grey Goose bottles. From probably, like, yeah, finished. From probably, like, within that year. I would fuck up a whole bottle every week and every week. I'm telling you, when I would tell you that I used to drink heavy, I used to drink heavy. I used to drink to paint. I used to drink just to chill. I used to drink just to go to sleep. If I was out and about, I had a water bottle full of vodka. I was on Arnold shit. I don't know. I just, I was really drinking really, really heavy. What time, what, what age was this? <clears throat> Between like 19 and 22. And then uh, at 23 is when I met my ex, Drew. And he didn't drink. He did everything else but drink. So 
I don't know, it's kind of weird. Uh, one time I got really, really fucked up and I started talking shit about his mom. <laughs> um, I remember he got like really upset with me and stuff and I was like, you know what? I'm just not gonna drink because I'm way too honest when I'm drunk. <laughs> so I stopped drinking. And then I didn't drink for years and years and years. And then I started drinking again, maybe like right before COVID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You had a drinking problem. Yeah, I like being drunk. I, no, I take that wrong. I like being buzzed. Not so much drunk, just buzzed. Yeah, sloppy drunk. Honestly, I can't. I feel like I can't never get to that level anymore. Just because my body <clears> like just... You stop yourself, right? Yeah. Like I'm your body some... will gross yourself out. Yeah, I'll gross out. I'm like, I need some water, bro. I will get some water. No, nah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I was a fucking sloppy drunk. Hella sloppy drunk. Even my mom would always tell me like, Ay, Denise, es que no sabes tomar. No más tomas pa' empedarte. And I'd be like, why the fuck else would I drink? You gotta drink too. If you get drunk just as you're chilling, that's because, fuck, you drank a little bit too much and you had a little bit too fun. Now, yeah. if you're drinking just to drink and drink and pound and pound and pound and pound, because ya, ya todo madre, what the fuck? Yeah. There was one time when, um... Even my brother, like Steven, even before he was religious and shit, he was never really a drinker, ever. He'd smoked a joint here and there before with us, but he was never a drinker. He was always my designated driver, always the person that had to, like, look out for me or watch out for me. And I remember one time, it was for his birthday, and I had invited some friends, and he had invited some friends, and I got really fucked up. And, and I woke up in my fucking backyard. I woke up in my backyard sitting down, and then I remember I woke up, and I turned over, and my friend was sitting next to me. And I told him, I'm like, dude, what are you doing out here? He's like, well, I wasn't going to leave you out here by yourself. And I'm like, god damn, like, someone couldn't wake me up or something? And the next day, I remember Steven was like, this is why I hate when you drink, because I always got to be taking care of you. And I'm like, well, where the fuck were you when I was in the fucking backyard sleeping, motherfucker? Taking care of me. And yeah, and then after that, I started to chill it on the getting that fucked up. And then I just like the constantly just being buzzed. Yeah, it feels good. And especially when you get high. That's why I was like, I'm going to make a little drink and then just have a little buzz going on. I don't know if I call anything addiction, though. Because everything I've wanted to stop, I have. Look how long it's been since I vaped. Yeah. And I, I was a heavy vapor. Dude. Like, I, I couldn't stop fucking vaping. And I'll, just one day I say, you know what? I'm just not going to do it no more. And that's it. You know, for some people, it's easy. And so for some, it's not, you know. I know it, it seems very, we're not trying to pry over here. But, you know, sometimes some people just don't have that mind, that strong to mind. To quit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but what I'm saying is, like, I feel like I have a very addictive personality. Me too. Like, if I like something, I'll fucking, I'll overdo it. Me too. And that's on everything. It's on relationships. It's on habits. It's on feelings. Uh, like a new, a new something. And yeah, a new like I'll, I'll overdo it until until it grosses me out type shit. So <clears throat> when I first started picking up vaping, oh my god, like I fucking got really hooked and I couldn't stop smoking. But the minute I'm just like, Ugh, I'm done. It's not that hard for me to quit anything. It's might not matter. You gotta. You also gotta like you know, test the waters and everything. You know, you're curious. You know, don't be so, like, not sinful of things. Oh, I'm hella curious, but I'm yeah. also a big-ass pussy. No, you gotta be cautious about things. I'm afraid of how far my mind can take me. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to trying shrooms, I've always, always, always have wanted to try shrooms. And I just, I, I've been wanting to buy a big-ass canvas, like the size of this fucking wall, and just get hella lit and start fucking painting on it. Uh-huh. But I'm afraid of doing shrooms because I'm afraid that I'm going to psych myself out. No, you won't. I feel like just, you got to take it randomly. What do you mean? 
it's gonna make you trip for sure you're gonna feel weird you're gonna feel weird you're gonna be like oh. like you're gonna have anxiety because you know what's gonna happen well not knowing what's gonna happen that's what scares most people like, it's like the first time you get a tattoo that you're afraid of what is the expectation yeah and then once but, you start getting you're like oh i mean you feel this is you, doable. you feel physical pain before obviously mm -hmm. so that's more of a, like if it's gonna be painful you know how pain feels but this mm -hmm. is more of a psychological more of a of not knowing how much you're gonna trip. how much you're gonna trip you know uh, i feel like i feel like anyone would be good it's gonna be in a good environment you do can, you know how to microdose no honestly take that shit bro because it's may make you release all that shit yeah you may do it all in one fucking get all crazy and see all these craziness but you're not gonna die what's gonna happen but did you die did you kill yourself <laughs> no someone you're gonna be super visioned you know you're gonna be chill so how i think it is like either that's gonna happen or it's gonna or the opposite is gonna happen if you if you're gonna be sad and stuff maybe you might see trippy ass shit yeah that's the scary part i don't know i do want to try it maybe one of these days but i feel like people around me have to be sober yeah okay people we're gonna wrap it up now ruben Alrighty, guys yeah um thank you guys for listening in this is our first episode for this podcast hope you guys enjoyed thank you guys very much for you know tuning in yeah, yeah.